Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. I hope you are doing well today. Today we're going to talk about a feminine oil. It doesn't mean that it's not a great oil. We're going to be talking about geranium, geranium oil. So let's just get to it. So geranium oil comes from the Pelagonium gravolians plant. Now, there is rose geranium, and that full botanical name is Pelagonium gravolians var. While geranium oil, the simple geranium oil without the rose, is known as Pelagronium grivoliens. These two oils are extremely similar in terms of their active components and benefits, but some people prefer the scent of one over the other. The main chemical constituents of geranium oil are eugenol, our favorite, geranic citronellol, geraniol, linalool, citronelliformate, citrol, myrtanol, terpenol, methone, and sabinine. So let's get to it. What are some of the benefits of geranium? Or what, what is it known to be used for? So one is that it can be a good infection fighter. Research has shown that geranium oil has potent antibacterial and antifungal abilities against at least 24 different types of bacteria and fungi. These antibacterial and antifungal properties found in geranium oil can help you protect your body from infection. To help prevent infection, just apply two drops of geranium oil combined with a carrier oil like coconut oil or jojoba. I like saying jojoba. My daughter, who's six, likes this Nickelodeon personality called Jojo Siwa. I never heard of her, but I had to play one of her songs in the car, and it's just awful. She's like a 12-year-old who sings bad pop songs. It just reminded me of that when I said jojoba. But you can apply it on a cut or a wound. You can also use geranium oil for something like athlete's foot, which is tinea pedis. Pedis is the medical root for your foot. And uh, you can put it in a foot bath with warm water I don't, I, and some sea salt. I don't, I don't really know if people do foot baths anymore, but you can do that. Rose geranium oil is known as a wrinkle reducer, and it's been used by the dermatologists for quite some time. And it, people like to use it for aged, wrinkled, or dry skin. It, what it does, it kind of tightens your facial skin and maybe kind of helps eliminate those crows, those crows' feet that you get around the eye. Crows' nest? I think they're called crows' nest around the eyes. You know, there is a double standard, right? Because when men get lines on their face, right, they're aging like fine wine. It's seasoned, right? It gives them character. But when women get lines in their face, right, they're getting old. So for the wrinkle reducer, you can add a couple drops of geranium oil to your face lotion and apply it twice daily. After a week or two, you may just look like your wrinkles are beginning to fade away. Another benefit is that it helps after an intense workout. You can use geranium oil on muscle cramps. There have been studies that show that's effective on that. So what you can do is create a massage oil by mixing five drops of geranium oil with a teaspoon or a tablespoon, I should say, of jojoba and massage it into your skin, focusing on whatever muscles are sore. What else can it do? Um, geranium is a diuretic. So if you're having bloating issues or if you're having problems retaining water, like you have edema, 
studies show that it can increase your urination. Through urination, you can release those toxic metals, heavy metals, sugar, sodium, and pollutants. Urination also removes excess bile and acids from the stomach. I'm a, a big, firm proponent if you can join a gym that has a dry sauna and a steam room. It's very important for you to sweat daily. Now that it's getting cooler, and I live in Texas, and <laughs> we are finally getting our first cool front. Now, some of you up north are going to be laughing, but we were consistently 95 degrees until yesterday. And I'm recording this on Monday the 7th, and I want to go outside because I think the high today is going to be 84. This is a big celebration for us in Texas. So some of you guys at like, Gregory, what, what are you talking about? It's like 84 in June, July, and August where I live in Washington State. Well, in Texas, it's a freaking cauldron. and We've had an Indian summer. So finally, we've been mid-90s to upper 90s the entire freaking summer. So now, finally, we're getting some somewhat cooler weather. But you need to sweat. So now with the cooler weather coming, a lot of you guys aren't going to go out, outdoors and exercise. So you need to join a gym. Uh, that sweats and dry saunas are better than steam rooms. We've talked about it before, but we do have a holistic health news episode on it. So geranium helps you pee. Another thing you can use geranium for, it's a natural deodorant. We've talked about this on the episode with Rose and with Jasmine. Making a natural deodorant, guys, is not hard. It is not hard. All you got to do is just get some coconut oil. I like using coconut. And then drop the uh, oils that you want. Of course, I'm not going to be using geranium or jasmine. I kind of like the more musky ones. I like sandalwood and cedarwood. But you're not dealing with aluminum, which is found in, in all conventional deodorants. And you're not dealing with parabens, which is a preservative found in most lotions, makeup, deodorant, toothpaste, which is a hormone disruptor. So just add a couple of drops of that and mix it in with some coconut oil. It's a great one to do to do that. What else? There's a study saying that it might be good for possible dementia issues. Research published in 2010 demonstrated that geranium oil's impressive anti-neuroinflammatory effects. When it comes to neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, the activation of microglial cells or glial cells, those are kind of like the supporter cells, the immune, the immune cells in the brain that help the neurons, and their subsequent release of pro-inflammatory factors, including nitric acid, play a major part in the development and progression of these neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's. Overall, the studies concluded that geranium oil might be beneficial in the prevention and treatment of these diseases, where neuroinflammation is part of the pathophysiology. What else can it do? It can be a respiratory infection killer. There was a study published in 2013 on the use of Paragonium sedoides, which is the South African geranium, I can't do a South African uh, South African accent. I can do kind of a Australia, Australia, Foster's Australia for beer, but I can't do to me South African sounds the same. Extract so the South African version of geranium extract in liquid or tablet form versus placebo for the treatment of acute respiratory infection. This would be like pneumonia. The reviewers found that the geranium extract may be effective in relieving acute rhinosinusitis. That's going to be essentially an infection of your nose and sinuses and common cold symptoms. In addition, it may effectively relieve symptoms of acute bronchitis in adults, as well as children and sinus infections in adults. So, of course, the best way to, to use it in this regard would be to diffuse it, right? diffuse and inhale some of that geranium oil, or rub it on your throat and under your nostrils. What else can we use for geranium? It's a skin enhancer, going back to the wrinkle issue. 
Because of its antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory effects, geranium can really boost skin health. It can be used for acne, dermatitis, and skin diseases. And you might be wondering, you know, can I use geranium oil directly on the skin? To be safe, it's always best to dilute it. And I'll mention this at the end. But now I don't need to mention it at the end because I just mentioned it now. Always, always, always dilute. It's always a safer thing to do. So for use on acne or eczema or, or psoriasis, which I unfortunately have, a, I've always had a minor issue with psoriasis. It's like the only medical condition, medical malady that I've been saddled with my entire life. I have little patches on my knees. Like some patches on my ankle, and they get, they get worsened in the winter because I'm not getting direct sunlight on it. Try mixing a little coconut oil with five drops of geranium oil, then rub the mixture into the infected area or into the skinnish, dryish area. Also, if you want to do it as a body wash or a daily facial wash, you can add a couple of drops to your facial wash to wash your face. What else? Geranium oil can be. Used for mental health, it has the power to improve mental functioning and uplift your spirits. It's known to help people who suffer from depression and anxiety and anger. And who doesn't have those three symptoms nowadays in America? The sweet and floral smell of geranium oil calms and relaxes the body and mind. In fact, there was a a study published in 2015 that even shows that geranium can help pregnant women decrease their anxiety during labor. They did a study with 100 women, and they divided them into two groups. And the ones that did the uh, geranium oil, and of course it was unbeknownst to them that they were having this oil applied to them. They checked their blood pressure and their pulse, and it was less. So that's another benefit. There's some research showing that geranium's ability to improve depression in postmenopausal women when used in aromatherapy massage, so if you're menopausal, why not use geranium? Anything to get away from the horrific, horrific effects of antidepressants. Because antidepressants, guys, go to the Holistic Health News episode we did on it. Antidepressants have loads and loads of side effects. Weight gain, anxiety, suicidal thinking, homicidal thinking. And the other issue is it's very hard to get off of them. The withdrawal on them is very hard, especially the SSRIs, which are Paxil and Prozac and and, uh, and Zoloft. Those are very hard to get off of. So, guys, we always want to exhaust every natural remedy first. That's what that's one of our, our big kind of mission statements at Naturopathic Earth. All right, let's keep going. So, geranium oil is also good for anti-inflammation. Kind of mentioned this for the brain. Geranium oil inhibits the inflammatory responses in the skin, and this helps your body to fight many health issues. Arthritis, for example, is inflammation of the joints, and heart disease is inflammation of the arteries. So, you know, instead of taking medication to to remedy these problems, why not try some essential oils, some turmeric, ingest some things that are high in the ORAC scale. We talked about clove oil uh, last week. Clove is very high in the ORAC scale. Eat some blueberries, some dark chocolate. Those are all great anti-inflammatories, natural ones. You know, like Tylenol and Motrin, which are anti-inflammatory over-the-counter drugs, those have problems. We know that Tylenol, otherwise known as acetaminophen, destroys your liver. It's a hepatotoxin. It destroys your liver so much that they recently, a few years ago, lowered the recommended daily amount. And then ibuprofen or Motrin gives you stomach ulcers. So you have to to be careful of those over-the-counter drugs. What else can we use it for? It can be used for an insect repellent and bug bite healer. Geranium oil is commonly used as a natural bug repellent since it keeps mosquitoes and insects away. They're like, they're like, I don't want to smell like a girl. I'm going to fly away. 
So to make your own bug repellent, mix geranium oil with water and spray it on your body. This is a much separate spray than those with chemicals because, yeah, most of the the -the over-the-counter mosquito sprays have parabens and hormone disruptors and some carcinogens, depending on which one you get. So make your own homemade one. It's also effective in in, uh, combating candida. Candida albicans, we've talked about this fungus. It's one of the most common yeast issues in the body. You get it in yeast infections. You get it in uh, your thrush, which is in your tongue. So they did a study a couple years back and showed that geranium oil is effective in suppressing candida cell growth in mice. The mice intravaginally received geranium essential oil, and this significantly decreased the amount of candida cells in the vagina. These findings suggest that vaginal application of geranium oil or its main component, geraniol, suppressed candida cell growth in the vagina. Okay, I just want to know what kind of lab tech had to do that. They're like, uh, Bob, yeah, we're trying out this... Um, this this geranium oil and uh, your job is to insert this geranium oil into all these uh, the vaginas of all these mice have fun so look um yeah so i mean it's indirectly saying that you could apply this up into your vagina i'd be a little weary of that but i mean i guess you could put it in your douche if you're still douching i don't know if women still douche i remember growing up in the 80s they used to have those commercials for Summer's Eve. That was a maker of a douche. And they'd have two women walking on the beach. And one of them would be like, Susie, i got to ask you a question. What is it, Debbie? Do you, ha- do you sometimes have that, that not-so-fresh feeling? <laughs> Debbie would be like, yes, I do. Well, why don't you try Summer's Eve, post-menstrual douche? She'd be like, oh, great. And then they had the, the song and all that. So I don't think douching's that big. And look, we, we have that Holistic Health News episode on vaginal probiotics where I talk about that the vagina is a self-cleaning oven. You need to leave it alone. It cleans itself. It really does. I would not recommend douching because it disrupts the microbiome. Okay. So those are the main kind of uses, usages, indications, if you want to use the proper medical term. So it fights infections. It can help reduce achy muscles. It helps with wrinkles. helps with increasing your urination. It's a natural deodorant and insect repellent. It can fight neuroinflammation in the form of Alzheimer's. It's good for acne and dermatitis. It can help with respiratory problems like sinus infections. Helps with anxiety and depression. And it's a great anti-inflammatory. So how can we use it? Well, I already mentioned how you can use it for a lot of them, but I'll add some other ones. You can put geranium oil in your conditioner. If you want to do like a natural conditioner, you can do that. All you do for there is just a cup of water, two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, a couple drops of essential oils, and then mix that up. And you can use that. You can get soft, luscious, and healthy air. Also, you can put in some sage essential oil, some bergamot, depending on how you want it to smell. All right, let's talk about some warnings here. So geranium oil is usually applied to the skin, and some people can develop that kind of burning sensation. This is why you should always test it out on a small patch of skin that you really don't care about. I mean, I don't know what patch of skin you wouldn't care about. Maybe on your buttocks, maybe? I don't know. But as I mentioned, it's always best to use a carrier oil if you notice in all of these these recipes i've already given you today they're either in water or they're in oil or we're diffusing it so geranium oil can influence hormone secretion so it's it's advised to to keep it away from pregnant women or women who are breastfeeding we still really don't know how that affects uh the milk and we know we want to be careful with those all newborn babies they're so cute they're so cute is geranium oil safe for topical use? For adults, it's typically very safe, but it's best to dilute the oil, as I've already mentioned before. So final thoughts. Look, geranium oil is extracted from the stems, leaves, and flowers of the geranium plant. 
Look for geranium oil that's 100% pure, organic, and therapeutic. As usual, I would tell you to go to doTERRA and to Young Living. Uh, I think both of those brands sell their geranium around $40. So it's like a mid to low priced oil. I guess it's a little more expensive than the majority of oils. I, I think it's cheaper though than certainly it's cheaper than rose and it's probably cheaper than than jasmine. So if you're looking for like a flowery feminine oil but you don't want to spend the money, you can go with the geranium. And then like you can put it in your face cream and your face oil and your body lotion, your shampoo, your deodorant. And there's a lot of good stuff that you can use it for. So guys, season two of the Essential Oils Herbal Apothecary is probably going to be coming to an end pretty soon. Now that we're entering the fall, I've done about 20 new episodes since May. So it might be time to turn off the shop, but I will let you know. Please visit Naturopathic Earth, my website. There's a lot of food recipe articles and essential oil articles and a lot of holistic news there. It's a pretty site. If you want to support this endeavor, which I would appreciate, Donate a dollar or two through our PayPal me or Patreon accounts. The episode notes, uh, there's a link that will be there. So donate, be generous. Also, you can buy Confessions of an Obese Child, which is my ebook on how I grew up overweight and how I lost 100 pounds and kept it off for 28 years, which I know is not too applicable here for an essential oils podcast. But please buy that. My second book is going to be coming out soon about how I kept the weight off for 28 years. Also, if you want to support us in an indirect manner, go to naturopathicearth.com and then go to the food articles, the food recipe articles, and click on the Amazon pictures, and that takes you to Amazon. And anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. If you need some one-on-one talking with a, about aromatherapy or weight management, click on the Clarity FM link, and for a dollar a minute, we can talk. And, of course, we have three podcasts. We have Holistic Health News, which is our flagship we recently did an episode on the rise of sugar baby, sugar daddyism, which I know really isn't about holistic news, but it kind of is because we're talking about the emotional and psychological crippling effects of being a sugar baby, and I would not recommend it for you women. We also have a recent episode on the benefits of coffee. We have a recent episode on how you should stay away from antidepressants. We have a recent episode on C-section babies having high rates of infections. And so forth. And then we have, of course, this podcast, and then we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with early childhood trauma and addictions and disordered eating. So please go subscribe to all three, post an honest review, and share it with others. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.